Hello, and welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay, and she's Sarah, and we are marine biologists in recovery. And today, we are celebrating Pi Day and talking about life of Pi. Yay! Not related, sadly. Well, his name is... No, his name is not to do with pie, but no, he, he learns to sense. embrace pie. And I like to embrace pie. Indeed. I was going to make pie, but it's a Monday night and it's mm-hmm. not actually that close to pie day. So nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're recording this ahead of time. Maybe we'll have pie on actual pie day. Yeah. So The Life of Pie is a movie that um, I had never seen before. Oh. Yeah. I had. Um. 98% sure I had. <laughs> so it came out in 2012. It's based off a book by Jan Martel, uh, which I have, but I don't know if I actually read that version. I'm pointing to it because oh. you guys Oh, know. like the copy of it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I'm pretty sure I read it in Australia in like a lending library hostel situation. Yeah. Mm, I think I read it before that. It came out in 2001. Um, yeah, I don't remember when I read it, but I definitely have read it. Because I had it in my brain that I read it in high school, but if it came out in 2001, I did not read it in high school. No. So, yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, I I read it a long time ago. Haven't read it since. Yeah, no, I I read it when it came out, and I maybe read it after that. I don't know. But yeah, I might have read it in a hostel. It seems like a book that would get passed through hostels a Mm, lot. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, anyways, it was interesting. Most mm-hmm. of the time, I couldn't fully watch the screen. Nope. Because um, Lindsay and I both get seasick, and mm-hmm. most of the movie, the camera, like the POV of the camera, is like on a boat that is bobbing in the ocean. Oh, yeah. And this movie was Oof. filmed for 3D uh-huh. um, because it was 2012, and this was a. This is still credited, like, listed, even in the Disney Plus little, mm. like, one-sentence blurb as a visual masterpiece, which, like, yes, is very stunning, And but that's why it was made. They're like, look at how beautiful this is. Look, it's like you're on a boat. I'm like, I don't want to be on a boat. I can't be on a boat. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that I didn't see this in theaters, especially in 3D. I feel like now that I'm thinking about it, that might have been why I didn't see it, because I'm, yeah. like, movie in the ocean- 3d i'm not going to the theater to watch that um and then just never got around to it after that i don't know you have no idea like if that was the case maybe i watched it on a dvd maybe dvds would have been not as bad maybe tv was further away i don't know but i'm pretty sure i've seen the movie yeah i mean also a lot of the visuals like because it won a bunch of awards and it's like on posters and stuff like so a lot of the visuals even though i hadn't seen it were familiar Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm confused yeah but. yeah I don't know I so because of that I think I liked the book a lot more even mm-hmm. though I don't super remember it just because I could follow the action <laughs> without <laughs> feeling nauseated yeah so I don't know we this has been on our list basically for a long time I think um, just because it's got a lot of different animals in it but it also is kind of like magic realism slash mm-hmm. unreliable narrator mm-hmm. maybe both yep i don't really know um so like i'm super forgiving of like any inaccuracy in t- especially like on the lifeboat scenes 
because yeah because of those reasons like it it's not trying to tell a realistic story it's trying to tell a story of how it felt um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely yeah and the story is very good i really yeah i really liked the book and um the part like it's very gave me some serious martian vibes um when he's counting his food and then when he loses his food yeah and stuff like that and of course when he's all skinny because that's how they make survivor movies yep but yeah, it was definitely, it's one of those things I remember when I read it the first time and you just, you get to the end and you're like, I don't know yeah, what like, it's supposed to be. And did, I, did this happen? Did it not happen? Yeah. And I think like the point of it isn't the answer to that. The point of it exactly. is, that, is the uncertainty. Knowing yeah. whether it really happened or not doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like that's, yeah. Which I, I really like. I really like it. It's very like literary. And they did a good job of like, I think conveying the otherworldliness of his experiences on the lifeboat in the movie, mm-hmm. the parts that I could watch. There were parts where it was like eerily calm, like mirror glass oh, ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and those parts mm-hmm. I could watch. And that was beautiful. Yeah, I was watching them and they were very beautiful. And I was like, there's no ocean that's ever like this. No. Well, not open ocean for sure. Not open ocean. No, um, definitely not. Also, yeah. like I was meant to look up. Um, so he did, so the boat went down in the Marianas Trench, which is the deepest part of the ocean. Um, the maximum known depth is 10,984 meters. And, okay, so it is in the Philippines, because he was, he was talking about Marianas Trench, and then he's like, and then we got to Mexico, and I was like, yeah. I need a map. Yeah, so they went, they went across the Pacific from yeah. India. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is never calm in the pacific that part well there are like bits of doldrums and stuff so like it could be maybe not that calm but calm yeah Yeah. if you just you hit but yeah it just it was weird but beautiful in a movie and also in your brain when you're like when it's been insanely Mm, yeah that's true and then if you then it feels like it's that calm even Mm -hmm. if it's not actually that calm yeah like the the water from my apartment looks that calm yeah exactly three feet away and not three feet away three blocks away <laughs> and 11 stories up yeah so sorry i'm just looking at the mariana's trench wikipedia and it was like for the canadian band see mariana's trench link I'm like, oh <laughs> yeah only canadians understand that one and wish we did not um, yeah so that's yeah it's interesting i don't remember i mean it it's been basically 20 ish years since i read the book so like i don't remember a lot of the details about where like the locations of things because the actual location doesn't really matter it doesn't at all like when i wrote the note down to link about to the marianas trench like it has no factor whatsoever they never find out what happens to the ship it seems to be an internal ship problem not having to do with the storm and so having it be on the marianas trench makes no difference whatsoever yeah it is it it's weird to me that they ended up locating it so strongly because yeah it could have been anywhere mm-hmm. um so should we talk about some some animals yeah let's do it okay well the animals that he gets on the boat with there's a very dramatically arriving zebra mm-hmm. um <laughs> which was really intense yeah. uh there's a hyena mm-hmm. there's an orangutan mm-hmm. and there's some ratty mice things and there's a Bengal tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent seafaring companions. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yes. 
Um, so we talked about hyenas in our Lion King episode and how mm-hmm. they're always treated as evil, usually because of their laugh and there's lots of myths around them. Oh, we also talked about them in our Buffy episode. Um, yes. Pack. I knew we Yeah, we've had them. lots of. Yeah, lots of hyenas because they're always treated as the villains, which yes. I'm like, I understand in this one, it was very creepy because of his laugh. Completely understand. But yeah. aside from Richard Parker, who we'll talk about, any other large animal carnivore would have acted the exact same way. Yeah, totally. And also, I just don't like the whole, like, yes, the hyena was an antagonist in the movie or in the story because they are, like, working towards opposite goals. But, like, hyenas don't have to be villains just because they are carnivores and, like, have a creepy laugh. Yeah, so it's, like, the distinguishing between, like, carnivore, antagonist, and villain. Um, And, yeah, like most pop culture or, like, Mm -hmm. cultural representations of hyenas, this one did not do that. So, I don't know. They're not no. evil, but they... They're not evil. Yeah. They're they're just doing what they do. Exactly. So will um, most things. Yeah, the orangutan was... It was interesting because it was... Um, it Fair. felt like, yeah, like somebody more... For, or not somebody, but like an animal more for him to like try to talk to and relate to. But, but it was mm-hmm. really upsetting also at the end. Well, not the end. The end of the orangutan's life. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the, mm-hmm. the rodent things were... You know, a small, you know, like a minor, minor plot point thing that you think might be a bigger thing, but then there's way bigger, way bigger problems. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the tiger. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Richard Parker is a Bengal tiger, which was CG, of course, for most of the movie. So there was one scene. Yeah. Where he's swimming and that was real, um, which was cool to know. Yeah. Well, I think tigers also because their fur is so short so for cg it's like easier than say a lion or something with like longer longer fur yeah Mm, yeah that's true with the manes yeah and the visual Mm -hmm. effects guys who are amazing and there's some controversy with how they were treated in this movie but they also did uh aslan so cool yeah so they were well versed in early uh late aughts early 2010s large cat CGI. <laughs> it's a very niche, niche effort. Yeah. So, so Bengal tigers are uh, a specific population of the Panthera tigris tigris subspecies that's native to the Indian subcontinent. Um, there's not that many of them. There's maybe 2,500 individuals. Um, they are pretty threatened, mainly because of like habitat loss, hunting. And all the usual suspects in that part of the world. Um, they are very large. And all tigers, not just Bengal tigers, but all tigers are rare in the cat world because they're really good swimmers, which was important in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are, they actually like mm-hmm. water and will cool off in pools and streams, which is yeah, cool. And they, um, like, they'll hunt fish and stuff. There's some scenes where he's hunting fish and that's when he falls in at one point and it's really cute and he's just a just just a cat cat. but you know big enough to eat you (laughs) yeah um yeah so they're pretty big they can be 325 pounds or 700 or sorry 325 kilograms but 717 (laughs) pounds and reach a head head to tail length of 320 centimeters or 130 inches which is large that's that's a lot of cat yep yep Mm. at the beginning when he learns to be afraid of the Bengal tiger because there is he's full of wonder and all of these things as a boy. Um, there is a scene where he 
uh, almost he tries oh, to eat yeah, Richard Parker, the and then the dad makes him watch a live goat Ugh. being yeah. eaten by the tiger, which is upsetting, but like was pretty realistic in terms of like could a tiger mm-hmm. do that? Yes, absolutely. Like pull the goat through the bars of the cage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but there are lots of reasons why we don't feed live animals to animals in captivity. Uh, one of them is just like the ethical concerns of like the, you know, having a, a swift and calm death for all animals, including animals that are being killed for food. Um, the other big one is also uh, parasites, right? Like if you have an animal, you mm. want to maybe freeze it um, is pretty common to try to kill off some parasite loads and also like know what's in it. Yeah, those are the big ones, but it's really the the ethics of it. Like, yeah, you want to be able to quickly kill an animal and then feed it rather than have a slow mm-hmm. panicked death. Yeah. Yeah. Also, for depending on the animal and the animal care, also weight, being able to track how much they actually yeah. ate. Yeah. Um, if it's something like a messy predator yeah. who plays with their food, like a cat, or um, also like a T Rex eating goats, yeah. because mm-hmm. that's the other time we've seen this happen <laughs> before. Uh, you don't know how much they're actually consuming and how much is just. Yeah. on them or on the floor or whatever so you want to be able to track how much they eat so you make sure that they're eating properly they make sure they're eating enough in the day they get their medications and less so with a goat and especially in this case because it seems like the tiger was able to really pretty pretty quickly like disable the goat mm. even if they didn't kill it but depending on the um animal like you want to make sure that it's also safe for the animal that you're feeding like the, the animal that's eating because yeah. like if you know if you feed an animal that has like claws or teeth or whatever they could get bitten or scratched um as well so mm-hmm. safety and ethics all around mm-hmm. also double doors i understand that this was they had double doors but, but it was like i know it wasn't a good enough door <laughs> not not enough doors. it wasn't a good enough door. like you mean like he had a a walk yeah. is that what you yeah. meant yeah yeah they had the they had that tunnel um, and then with mm-hmm. a door that they could open by a pulley at the far end. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, there should have been, yeah. should have been a thicker, thicker gate <laughs> so that he couldn't yeah. reach his hand to get pulled off by mm-hmm. a, a, exactly. by a tire. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are, those are the regular, or not the regular, but like, those are the, the traveling companions for various lengths of time. And then there's lots of different animals. There's something that I think is kind of a tuna. But I can't tell, and it looks, especially when it's close up, when they, when he catches oh. one, it's very, um, Team Zizu. Yeah. Looks like, not sure if it's real. It's like a, a tuna or a mullet head or something. Yes, there were definitely tuna. There was also, I think, oh, I don't know what they are. It's one, like, the, the big green one that he, like, killed, that he, the first one that he catches for mm. Richard Parker is yeah. a real species, and I don't know what it is. And I tried looking it up and failed. Um, yeah. But yes, it is a real species that does get that big. Um, yeah, and tuna tuna can be like six feet long. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why, especially in the 90s, there were such issues, well, not in the 90s, up until the 90s, of dolphins getting caught in tuna nets because they were kind of the same size. Different, different shapes. Tunas are... Um, they're streamlined, but they're streamlined in a less pretty yeah, way. Yeah, they're more rotund. <laughs> yeah. they're like they're pointier at the ends um mm-hmm. yes there's also while we're on the topic of fish there's a, a plethora of flying fish and this is one of maybe not the maybe the bioluminescence is the first scene 
I don't know. This is when we were starting to get into those scenes where you're like, mm, is this really happening? Or is this like his mm-hmm. memory of it? Or is this his like made up story that he tells himself about it? Um, so yeah, so there's flying fish, like thousands of flying fish that fly very strongly, which does happen. Like they, they can get out of the water mm-hmm. that far. I don't know if they would be that dense. I don't believe so but i couldn't find anything and neither could you because googling flying fish stampedes is gonna get you weird results nothing that you're um but like schools of fish are that dense it's more just the yes definitely it's more the yeah that they would all be flying at the same time yeah and it's like again like schools could be super dense Mm -hmm. why would they all be flying that much yeah why wouldn't they stop like i don't know enough about the behavior of flying fish and how they decide whether or not it's safe to fly also often they fly to escape predators so there was but there were predators around we saw because we were distracted by the thousands of flying fish yeah yeah but it was it was cool it was cool but the flying aspect and the the, yeah the height and the length of their flights were yes correct true true haven't seen flying fish we have Mm -hmm. seen like leaping through the air manta rays um salmon yep. jump herring yeah like all sorts no, but of like l- like leaping really far <laughs> the rays yeah because yeah, no. we saw magic rays. rays in galapagos i don't know i think they were eagle rays i think so I remember yeah then they don't really know like to, to scratch and get stuff off similar to the basically the same kind of assumptions as to wait why yeah jump but they like roll themselves into but... little burritos and as they leap out of the water yeah. it's, or like like taco more like they fold into a taco and then their their like wings fly. It was really weird, but it was cool to see from a mm-hmm. boat. It's yeah, and when you're on a boat, you're like you 100% think it's the dolphin every single time. Every time. And you're like, "Oh, it's just a giant ray jumping out of the water. How boring. <laughs> Where are the dolphins?" So good. So good. One of my favorite scenes visually was the bioluminescence scene mm, it's Yes, it was so pretty. Insane. And it just made me want to go to the beach mm-hmm. well not the beach yeah, yeah we talked about no we talked about bioluminescence in our annihilation oh, yeah episode. yeah this kind like i don't know how far it, like they didn't really show how far it goes it seemed really dense but it, that's also very true yeah no the the density of it was true like oh how deep you can see it the water would have been super clear so um the only places i've seen bioluminescence here it hasn't been that deep so it's hard to know um yeah exactly yeah and like animals that live at depth can have some form of bioluminescence like lots of them do because mm-hmm. it's a good way to like attract um attract prey um yeah yeah but that's like da- yeah that's like depth. insane deep um yeah there's a whole bunch of in between <laughs> several kilometers probably mm-hmm. um yeah but i love that scene and then the whale breaches out of the water and they're just like oh I don't want to actually be there, but I want to be there for that bit, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for the scary part of the when the whale lands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, there wouldn't have been, like, that whale wouldn't have been that glowy all the way up. In no. There. It would have dripped off a lot faster. Yeah. But that's fine. But it was still really pretty. But they're also, like, it was, like, mix of, like, bioluminescence, reflection from the moon, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All oh, that magical magic. stuff. Magic. So good. So good. Um, do you want to talk about whale sharks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at some point, um, there's not actually technically a whale shark in the book. They were added. They added it in for visual effect. But I don't think we're ever going to get to talk about whale sharks. So I'm going to do it now. So whale sharks are the biggest fish. 
extant fish uh, because megalodons aren't real. We're going to say it every single episode. So the largest known length is 18.8 meters or 62 feet, which is insane. Mm-hmm. So uh, similarly to the largest animal in the world, the blue whale, they are also filter feeding. Uh, but these ones are slow moving. And they are elasmobranchs, which you know because they're whale sharks. They are found in the open oceans of tropical oceans and rarely found in water below 21 degrees. They live to... 80 to 130 years, which makes sense because they're so big. So you got to make, have a purpose for that. But their mouths are giant and they're filter feeders. And so when you feed, see them being fed, seeing them eat is really crazy. Ugh. Just similar to baleen whales and the lunch feeding and all of those kinds of things. But because they're slow moving, they do a lot more stuff. Like the, the photos and memes you see of basking sharks, uh, they're very similar to that. They just leave their mouth open and swim and... Yeah, yeah, and their their mouth opens more like sideways laterally than whales. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. open down yeah. as much. Some exactly. down, but not yeah. as much. And of course, because they are filter feeders and they eat plankton and small fish, they pose no throat threat to humans. Nope. Duh, like most sharks. But sorry, it's not shark week. We'll get there. So then the big like crazy scene, it's not like the end scene, but it's it's kind of, it, I don't know. It's like, it feels like more of the climax than the actual climax. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Where, because yeah, so it's an odd story structure. Um, but yeah, so where they, they find this like mangrovey island that's like a carnivorous island. So there's all these millions of meerkats, like super densely close together. Everything, like all the food he finds, like he finds tubers and roots and lichens and stuff and everything's edible. There's like freshwater ponds, but then also the island like is eating everything. <laughs> it's like <laughs> in the night at nighttime, so it's like safe in the day. And there's a reason it's so um, lush is because it's eating anything in the water overnight. Um, yeah, it. I didn't feel like it was as well explained how creepy and weird it was in the movie compared to the book. But that could just be my no, memory. me either. Like it was. Definitely, like I knew there was something happening, but I, would, it was even when Richard Parker flew fled uh-huh. to the boat, and now the meerkats went up. I was like, "It's a mangrove, so is it is it going to flood? Is that why they mm-hmm. left? Because that could have been the reason." Yeah, you know the t- like the yeah, tiger, the- maybe not, but the meerkats definitely would have been like, "This is what happens every yeah. night." Yeah, it, whereas in the book, I don't know, it was just explained more. It was more clear, like it was less clear how weird it was, but more clear how scary it was if that makes sense yeah so carnivorous islands are not real (laughs) yeah no and he that that gets called out in the story as well that like nobody knows of this islandy thing nobody's ever seen it whatever Mm -hmm. um so it seemed like they were mangroves i just made that assumption mangroves do i think need some kind of real land that's root into but they can live and have they gain nutrients from salt water as opposed to dying from salt water yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, and mangroves do make those sort of dense mats. They didn't, they weren't, they weren't actually mangroves. I don't think it looked more like um, no, I don't think some sort of ficus, like fig tree kind of thing. And there, I think there are some fig trees that can be sort of like estuarine. So yeah, it was like a fig tree mangrove combo with lots of meerkats that don't live in the ocean. (laughs) No, that was the other thing. Yeah, I'm like, no meerkats. How also. 
like what are you doing here meerkats in the in the pacific uh-huh yeah meerkats live in southern africa <laughs> uh-huh. um, <laughs> yeah but um i did we talk about meerkats in i don't know why we wouldn't have they're a main character in lion king but well, not. we also recorded the yeah. lion king on one phone while we were babysitting that's so. true it was a long time ago um <laughs> yeah no meerkats are are cool but and they live in large groups but not that large <laughs> no not that large yeah no they they are um yeah like what were they eating fish it looked like there was lots of fish bones everywhere oh yeah it's true yeah but I think, what do they eat? Oh, they're insectivores. Okay, so yeah, they, they would eat small fish. Yeah, you know that. You watched Akuna Matata. I know, it just took a minute. Recall. Yeah, Recall. that's fair. Um, yeah, so this is, the, this is the scene where you're like, okay, not everything that we're seeing is 100% the reality of yeah. what happened. If, in case you hadn't come to that <laughs> conclusion yet. This is the scene where you're like, okay. There's some delirium from starvation and dehydration and also, like, mm-hmm. trauma-related um, yep. complications and also just not wanting, you know, like, based on his, like, story that he tells the insurance adjusters, like, if that happened and, like, that's, like, the, the stuff he's willing to share, if that's what really happened, then, like, the trauma from that would also be, like, okay, well, I'm just going to get through this by making up a crazy story to myself um yeah mm-hmm. but again it's about like how it explaining how the journey felt not about what actually happened because also like i'm sure yeah. most of the time on a journey like that the main thing other than panic would be boredom like yep and also that yep. that fun simultaneous panic and boredom <laughs> mm. i wish there was like a version that was like the non-motion sick version mm-hmm. yeah like it was very beautiful, but also, like, we were talking about this beforehand, it just made me mad again about that entire era, and, like, the parts where the scenes, like, transpose on each other, yeah. and, like, they're in the park, and then the ship's there, and all this stuff, I'm like, okay, I get it, you're cool. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the things that were um, done just because they could do them. Yeah, not yeah, it... exactly, and I'm just like, yeah. okay. Yeah, although I do feel like there was some of that like otherworldliness in the book too. So I think in some regards, like it is a good candidate if you're gonna make a book into a movie for the sake of doing some really cool CGI stuff. Like this was a good, it was a good mm-hmm. pick for it. Um, yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's actually like a good movie. Like it's a it's an accomplishment, and there's good parts of it. Yeah, but yeah, I would say it hasn't held up now that the technology isn't like new and exciting. Exactly. But it was good to watch. It's on Disney Plus if mm-hmm. that's your thing. Worth worth watching, yeah. especially if you don't get seasick. I think you would probably get more out of it. Yeah, I think you would really <laughs> enjoy it. It's very yes. pretty. And the, the kid who plays Pi is really good. Yeah, he's incredible. Uh, the tiger is adorable. Yeah, and the CG is really, good. really, really yeah. well done. No, the, yeah, bas- like the fact that there's only one scene that has a real tiger in it and Unless you know what scene it is. There's no way that you could figure out which was. Yeah, you yeah. can't tell. And it's probably like, this. he's swimming, but it's definitely not the entire time that yeah. he's swimming. Yeah, I'm sure it's mixed up a so. bit. Yeah, so good. So good. And lots of cool animals to see in fantastic situations. Uh, well, thank you for joining us for this episode of Nature Finds a Way. We um, would love to hear your thoughts on this episode or 
for you to subscribe to our podcast. So you can check us out on social media at Nature Finds a Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can check out our website, naturefindsapod.com. Um, I hope you have a fantastic pie day full of pie. I guess for people who don't know, <laughs> pie day is March 14th because it's 314. So this comes out on the 8th. So you have six days notice to find yourself some pie yes. and enjoy it. Whatever kind of pie you want. I don't care. <laughs> we will be back in two weeks to celebrate the other most important social media holiday of March, which is Dolphin Awareness Month. Yay! And we will be reading Dolphins of Pern because Sarah's a nerd. Because <laughs> it's really good. Well, I don't know if it's really good. A 12-year-old me was really obsessed with this book. Well, yeah, 12-year-old me was obsessed with Ring of Endless Light, which has dolphins in it. And I'm not making you read we, that. It's on the list. <laughs> I did. I did yeah, make you, did. you read the other one. <laughs> Penguins. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, until then. Happy pies and dolphins. Just don't put the two together. Yeah. Yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye.